Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Fancy a cold lager all the way from the Rocky Mountains? Or an IPA from the sunny shores of California? Or a delicious creamy stout from your local craft breweries? With over 800 beers to choose from, craftbeersdelivered.com is home to the best craft beer from around the globe. We're one of Ireland's largest craft beer delivery services run by our in-house beer specialists. From your favorite IPAs, stouts, lagers, and more, to some very special limited edition brews, we have a brew for the whole crew. Craftbeersdelivered.com offers quick, hassle-free delivery straight to your door. Order online today at craftbeersdelivered.com. Always drink responsibly. Welcome to the Beer Ladies Podcast with your hosts, Lisa, Katie, Christina, and myself, Tandy. You can find us at our website or all over social media. Our website is beerladiespodcast.com and our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, Blue Sky, TikTok, and even Facebook are at Beer Ladies Pod or Beer Ladies Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, you can find our merch store link uh, on any of our social media bios uh, or in the show notes for this episode. And if you'd like to sponsor an episode, do mail us at beerladiespodcast at gmail.com. Now back to the beer. Hello and welcome everybody back to the Beer Ladies Podcast. Uh, it is Lisa and myself today at the helm and we have got a very special guest. Her name is Ratka. <laughs> now, for those in Ireland, you might know Ratka because she's all over the beer scene. Not only does she take the most amazing like photographs of beer it makes everybody salivate for all of this beer that she takes photographs of but she's recently launched a sort of virtual or a beer magazine a zine an e-zine I don't know what the term is you'll have to teach me but it's it's a new publication called Hop Glossy and it's all focused on Irish beer so today we're going to talk to Radka and we're going to hear all about her history in beer in Ireland and we're going to talk about Hop Glossy and see what uh see how it's going over there so welcome everyone thank you Hello. <laughs> thank, thank you <laughs> it's so nice to have you all so let's let's thank um, you very much thank you very much for the invitation and thanks for your kind words thank you you know Radka it's strange because it's like I'm sure that we've met in person but I can't really quite ever place it or remember and then I'm embarrassed because I'm like Tandy, like stopping such a drunk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I was thinking, like, if we haven't met yet, how on earth is that even possible? Right. We're, we're There's only the so same... many of us. Yeah. yeah. We're all in the same circles. So I'm sure we've met, but I'm not going to embarrass myself and, and ask silly <laughs> questions. But you know what we will do is we'll go around and say, what are we drinking? 
today. And guest of honor, Radka, let's start with you. Tell us about your beer tonight. Perfect. So my uh, choice of beer is Outer Place Brewing. So mm -hmm. it's one of the beers that they released uh, just recently. It's Sacred Cycles. So it's IPA. They love hops. I love what they do. I love how they operate with hops. And uh, basically, um, I tried this beer about a week ago, week and a half ago, when it was just freshly released. I felt it was very intense in flavor. So I, I decided that I'm going to give it a little bit of time to settle down and ex expand on the flavors. So that's what I'm drinking. I actually haven't had a sip yet. So I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to try and uh, hopefully it's going to be more settled. And uh... <laughs> yeah. No, it's nice. It's very, you know, very citrusy, very uh, floral, uh, you know, herbal notes and all that kind of stuff, you know. So it's a very, very nice beer. It's a very nicely balanced. And famously, Outer Place Brewing were, you know, the feature of your first, your first hot glossy. So I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, what are you drinking? So I was very excited. I was out and about uh, and found Hope's new seasonal, their red ale. Uh, and again, I thought it was super appropriate because I know it's a lot in the most recent issue of Hop Glossy, lots of focus on Hope. And I thought, well, I always like to get their uh, their seasonal anyway. And so, yes, this is my first time trying it as well. Definitely says it is that kind of deep ruby color. I know it looks a lot darker on, on the camera, but in, in the room, it is really that deep ruby. Ooh, definitely has like a lot of, you know, Lovely toasty notes and oh yeah, that's very nice. It's very Moorish. Yeah, I'm, it's definitely mm. uh, definitely feels winter warming. Uh, so looking forward to that. But yeah, definitely has that that red character. It doesn't feel you know super heavy. But I also am looking and uh, noticing it is seven percent. So um, going to be sipping on it, not just knocking it back, especially on a school night. But excited to uh, have this year's seasonal. Nice. Okay, well, I didn't get anything from Outer Place. I did get something from Hope, but then I realized that Lisa would probably get something from Hope. I think Lisa's <laughs> the biggest Hope fan in the world. <laughs> so I went, I went for a I went for a different choice. I've gone for Hopefully, Shine oh. Bright, Shine Bright IPA. Ooh, camera's playing tricksies here with me. But I haven't had this IPA, I think, for a very, very long time. And so I thought I would try it again. And it pours beautifully in camera trickery, Wicklow Wolf glass, wrong glass, doesn't matter. But it's really pretty. It's like a sort of bright yellow. It, when it poured, it had the most luscious sort of frothy white head. Um, but let's give it a, let's give it a sniff. Oh, it's fresh. It's like very, oh, it's, I, I get some, I get some tropical, a little bit of citrus. Oh, it's smelling delicious. And it is a bit hazy, of course. Oh, that's divine. Oh, happy very to good. Drink that tonight. Yep. Happy to drink that tonight. So, yep. Thank you, Hopfully. And thank you to all the fun brewers making excellent beer for us to drink. Yay. <laughs> here, here. Yeah. And I think we're so excited, too, that we all love to, you know, sort of stan our local Irish breweries. But, you know, but we're all from other places. Yet we're here. We've all ended up. So maybe, maybe that's where we kind of begin. What do you think? Indeed, indeed. Radka, yeah. tell, tell us about your story before you even arrive in Ireland. Where are you from? So I am from Slovakia. And uh, I didn't, I don't even know how I ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. So I was studying in Slovakia. And um, then I decided I'm going to move my studies to Czech Republic because yay, another country, <laughs> still <laughs> very close, but another country. So I went there and then... Um, 
I was studying my master's studies there and I got an opportunity to go and uh, do Erasmus in Ireland. So okay. usually like they let you go for one semester, but because um, I used to study uh, musicology as a part of my studies, oh, wow. um, there was not ma- many students, you know, in our, in our class. So I got a chance to go for the full year. So I was like, of course, I'm going to take the opportunity, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I kind of came here and I was uh, back in Maynooth. You know, I was I loved it there. Like, it's such a lovely town. And it was I just from the very first day, I felt so welcome and I felt really, really, really happy here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then I kind of started to be thinking that like, yeah, I kind of like it here. I might, uh, I might look into the options of staying here or, you know, see what the options are. And um so with that, I started to be looking for a job where I got a job in a bar. So it was like a newly, freshly new opening bar um, in, in Dublin city center. It was Bar Rua. So basically oh, yes. this was Camden Bar, I think. So they were, yeah, they just like the new ownership took over and they were changing into this like really cool, modern craft beer bar. And uh, and I said to myself, yeah, I'm going to try my chances, you know, like I'd never really worked in a bar before, but I was like, I can learn, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm quite quite a good, good learner. So I went there and I didn't really know about the craft beer, you know, like all when it comes to beer, like I come from a country where like Czech lagers and German lagers and Slovakian lagers are very popular. So like this is beer in my head. I didn't. <laughs> Thing beyond the beers, different flavors or something. Beer is beer. Like, what are you asking? There is a beer. There is a 10 degrees one and 12 degrees one. Like, you know, there was a very basic knowledge. And as well, it was just what we were born and raised on, you know, basically. But uh, when we opened the bar, that bar had 20 different taps, I think, altogether. And it was like all different beers from all, all around the world. And it was like, oh my God, like, how is that possible? You know, and like, you taste the beer and taste so differently. So it kind of got me into thinking, like, what, how, how is this possible? I remember one of my very favorite beer, first beers that I really kind of like I was hooked up on was Lagunitas, the original American Lagunitas, you know, we had it on tap. We were serving that in pints, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, every day after work, I would treat myself to a beer just to kind of, okay, I'm going to try this just to see what the flavors are and all this kind of stuff. And um basically the owners of the bar were connected to the brewery down in Carrigon Shannon so that was Carrigburn company that doesn't exist anymore but basically because we were kind of connected and like we were pouring their beers I started to be more curious about like okay how do you make this beer (laughs) you know how does it end up here because I always think like you know when you want to sell something you kind of have to know about it you know relate to it uh, and you cannot sell it to the customer so it has a story you know like people were asking all these questions like okay how do you make this and like I don't like not having the answer you know (laughs) so then I kind of started to be more more into okay I might just go down to the brewery to see like how the beer is made and like how the process works and um, I uh, got in contact with Francesco who used to be a brewer head brewer there and um, he was freshly in the country as well so he came from Italy around that time you know so um, I remember that on my days off <laughs> I was going to Carrigon Shannon to spend the day in the brewery because I just wanted to learn more and I felt really 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 good there you know like the people there working there like it was great fun you know and um 
Francesco was always very patient with my questions <laughs> that I look back at like he would be like I remember the first day when when we came there and like we introduced ourselves to each other you know and we were like okay okay so he started to be like all nerdy about that, that you know <laughs> and he started oh well and the gravity and you take this and you measure and I was like no 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 <laughs> hang on a second this part <laughs> what is in there and what do you do with it you know so he's like he didn't realize that I know nothing about the beer but he was at the same time very patient and then he just walked me through the process and um, I was just going down there and we were just trying to figure out some crazy stuff they had a pilot kit there so we would brew a beer we would have three kegs out of it we would sell, we would send it to buy one then I was trying to sell it to the customers you know I was just trying to prove like even the beer some of the beers were not great you know <laughs> just really didn't work out but we were able to sell them because it was something different we put basil in the beer like it was just uh. something you're Italian let's put basil in the beer you know for the <laughs> so you know it was great times like you know when I look back at that it feels like it's it's a forever ago but like it's we're talking seven years ago now which is um yeah time flies <laughs> so I think that's how I got into the beer uh, I think yeah it was kind of a natural evolution through I got a job and I wanted to be good at my job you know <laughs> so yeah that would be the start <laughs> well nothing wrong with that and I mean it's it's um I I hadn't heard of Carrig Brewing until I'd actually walked past. I used to work really close to Barua, yeah. and the sign is still there. Yes, and I yes. still thought, is there a brewery I don't know about in this country? <laughs> and then I realized they must they, they must have they must have closed down. But clearly ahead of your time, putting basil basil into the beer, you know. <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah it was yeah it was yeah it wasn't understood back then but mm. like <laughs> we had fun you know what i mean yeah why not so yeah so fun. just maybe not in a stout just we're just saying that just just saying but you know in a saison mm. or something lots of lots of uh lots of options so <laughs> yes <laughs> rip island's age sorry but i don't think anyone here is no. <laughs> um, i don't think anyone here is mourning the loss of island's edge i don't no. think many people on the <laughs> island of ireland are mourning the loss of island's edge but no. yes basil and beer it, it can be done it can be done <laughs> just not is. like that yes and uh and i guess francesco's gone to lock gill now where they're making some lovely beers so people yes. you know move around and it's, it's still yeah. a small scene so it's yeah. a very small scene it, it is yeah people don't realize it but it is yeah a lot yeah. of people as well like you were saying at the very beginning that i think we all know of each other you know it's like yeah <laughs> it is a small world here but that's what that's what makes it really nice you know as well that like we kind of everyone knows everyone <laughs> you know yeah if you go into the underdog you will meet someone you know it's just you know it, it yes. will happen you can't just go on your own for a you know quiet fine i mean you could but that would be weird there so other places for that but. it's the cheers bar isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really cool radka and i didn't realize that you know you you started out in the in the serving scene but got straight into brewing and experimenting and that is you know, that, that's quite a big deep dive and you hadn't gone into like home brewing along the way it was straight into commercial and that must have been a wild ride <laughs> no I was actually you see like I was always fascinated by the process but at the same time like whenever I went to the brewery like people couldn't understand that I go there on my day off and I enjoyed that because it was kind of like a you know, I went there to relax, you know, you're in a busy uh, hospitality environment and like there is always like it's constantly moving and you just don't stop for the whole day. And then you come to the brewery and then like you start the mashing and then and now, now what? Now we wait. 
okay we have a coffee and we wait you know what okay. I mean so it's like I am I'm, I'm a person I have to do something constantly you know so I was actually thinking about that like it would be great like at the beginning I was thinking maybe like working in a brewery wouldn't be that bad you know it would be interesting but I know myself that I'd be happy probably for a couple of months and then I like I would still be doing something in between I'd be you know <laughs> in between the kettles you know and like just just constantly doing something which is not bad but at the same time I think it's just a very very yeah yeah I need more <laughs> I need to do seven things at the same time you know so it was it's something that I love to explore but I never kind of felt like it's my calling you know <laughs> kind of like go with what makes me the happiest probably um I still I'm still looking for it <laughs> but yeah yeah no it is fascinating though I like it is it is a lot of work it is there is a lot of science in behind there is a lot of small things that people don't realize and uh basically that's why I'm always trying to kind of like push it promote it and like kind of give a shout to all the brewers because like it seems like ah oh, yeah sure yeah you are just drinking the, the beer and like you know it's so much fun and like this is your work and I can cannot believe that you are making beer for a living but it is a lot of work because by the time the beer gets to your glass as a consumer like it's 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 a huge journey <laughs> you know so yeah it needs yeah. to be um brought to people's attention <laughs> a little bit and- and so since you had studied musicology, how on earth, what, what, what did you do with that degree in the end? Did you just be like, eh? No, you see, it's, a, it's a, that, that just kind of represents me as a person that I kind of want to do everything. So basically my main uh, studies were media studies. So I was uh, doing uh, journalism, a bit of radio, you know, back in Slovakia. Then I went to Czech Republic and I was like, okay, okay, okay I can do masters in that, but I can add on something. And um, I used to play accordion for a very long time. So my thinking was like, I always kind of wanted to go back to music at some stage. And like, I was going to like a, a artist school when I was a kid you know like and I really wanted to approach it when I was younger but then I kind of gave up because I was like okay um music not really like with the like playing accordion that wouldn't be kind of my career and not in Slovakia or anywhere else so I had to be more realistic about okay what I want to do in the future so I kind of played and toyed with it with the with the idea of okay I could maybe um teach music but I'm not a teacher <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't make this decision because I actually went and I was approved you know to do study you know as a future music teacher but uh, that wouldn't be for me I don't have the patience <laughs> to do that so yeah so that's how like I just wanted to add that on because I was always into music and I was like maybe that now is the time to kind of go back to it a little bit and more on a on a uh, you know on the science level and stuff like that but at the same time I kind of yeah no no it didn't really work out like I came here and in Maynood my focus was on musicology and it was great like I learned a lot I had a a part of the studies were um, studies about the Irish music which is very fascinating you know what I mean and it's like it was great to explore but I could probably never pursue a career in that it's something that is just on the side as my passion as a hobby but yeah so that's kind of like I always put in something in the mix that doesn't make really sense but I'm trying to just figure it out you know oh no I, I get that I can, I can talk people's ears off about 18th century broadside ballads but people don't want that so it's I, I understand it's just it's just me it's just me but I'm uh, here for it so I, I love I, I love that sort of 
nerdy aspect of music and especially that yeah. sort of early popular music. See, I'm already going in that direction. And I can see Tandy <laughs> being like, oh God, this is happening. But no, no, back to the beer, back to the beer. But I, I have the same thing. I like to do so many different things. So exactly. But that's totally relate. That's yeah. the beauty. Like it's just it's just so fascinating, you know. Like you can approach many different fields and like, you know, be passionate about so many things as long as it makes you happy. Like, you know, so that's 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 the whole point, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm just putting it out there, but recently I bought a banjo. Nice. Right. <laughs> and I've been playing my banjo. I'm still I'm I'm obviously I'm still learning, but I'm really enjoying it. So <laughs> I get it. Not not this 18th century broadside <laughs> ballad. I don't know what the hell that is. That is Please attend my lecture some evening. No, uh, no, but maybe there's a session in everyone's future, you know, once you're a little more, you know, more polished. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> indeed. Maybe I don't, I don't know if that's the push I need to become more polished or to stay not polished. I don't know what Fair. this is. Fair. <laughs> okay. So, so Radka, back to you now. Um, so you'd, you'd come to Ireland and you were involved in this beer scene and you were brewing a little bit and you were involved in Carrigan at Baru and it sounds really cool. Where did Radka's Beer Club come from? <laughs> it was just, you see, I was drinking so much beer at some stage. And uh, like, you know, I was just fascinating. Every time I go to the shop, there is like so many options and the cans look beautiful. And I always liked photography, you know, I never kind of like had a proper camera or anything, you know, so I just had my little camera that I brought from Slovakia, you know, just <laughs> photos for mom, mom, I'm alive. And I was just kind of like uh, taking pictures of the beer and like, I don't know, it always fascinated me. I like, I never would call myself a professional. I would never, you know, really look into that on a professional level, but it just, yeah, another hobby. Like I like if the beer looks nice <laughs> on the picture, it makes me happy. It gives me some kind of satisfaction back where I take a picture and it looks good and it makes people thirsty and I that's the whole point you know so I just enjoy that so um so that's how I set up Radka's Beer Club I don't even know why it was just kind of I think it was just a joke with uh, <laughs> my boyfriend and with his uh, with his brother we used to live together you know and we were like oh yeah Radka's Beer Club is on again and, and you know that kind of stuff and um you know, and it there was no point, like, or no, no, no goal behind it or anything like that. And um, also, like, the bar I used to work at, Bar Rua, they used, to, like, on the very top, there is a roof, basically, you know, that you can access, actually. So a couple of times I would bring my friends there and, like, you know, I would pick, I don't know, five beers. And I was like, okay, now we are going to taste the beers because a lot of people are trying to tell me, oh, I'm not a beer person and there is no beer in the world that I could drink, you know, and I could then I kind of like it just I was fascinated by people saying that and claiming that and then I would pick a person I was like okay you we are coming with me we are gonna go on the roof I'll pick the beers and we are gonna do the tasting and these people ended up like oh my god I could actually really bring that <laughs> you know because people's perception on the beer is completely different to what it actually is you know so I kind of started to and even like, you know, everyday serving people and people come in and tourists come in and looking for the beers and recommendations, it kind of gave me more, um, more of like, it fascinated me that like, you know, people tell me that what they like and I can give that to them and they're like, oh my God, that's exactly what I wanted. Maybe they were lying half of the time. I don't know. <laughs> really good about that. That like, you know, I could, I could uh, based on their, what they like 
I could recommend them something that they actually enjoyed, you know, and they, they would come back for more more advice or something, you know, so that kind of fascinated me, you know, so it was just a, another fun project, you know, Radka's Beer Club, nothing really, just the pictures of the beer and the beer, <laughs> I guess, you know. It, it looks, it looks as if it was a lot of fun while it was happening. <laughs> and and I know what you mean about, you know, taking people through um, a tasting of different beers, you know, when, when you're either challenging perceptions um, or introducing them to something new that they didn't really expect. It's amazing what people actually enjoy. And, yeah. um, you know, if you just, you, you either don't tell them the brand or don't tell them the style or what it's supposed to taste like, and just, you know, let them taste it. Exactly. <laughs> and somehow it works. It's just, it's, it's fun. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it, oh, yeah, I was just going to say, too, it must be so interesting or, or have been so interesting, too, when you get, you know, tourists in where, you know, they've had their Guinness already, you know, they're, they're going to do that, obviously. But then I find at least people always also want to say, oh, what's local? What else is, you know, and then they want you to recommend something. So you must have had a lot of experience kind of trying to find what they were really looking for and, you know, trying yeah. to match the, the beer with the person or the beer with the country person and so on. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. And it was just so much fun as well. And like, that's why I, I always wanted to be like more into, okay, you made this beer. Tell me how you made it because people wanted to hear the stories because every beer has a story. People want to hear that. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, just fine. Just tell me what did you do? Or like, how does this, because maybe it doesn't excite them as brewers because they do that every day and they, they just don't uh, consider it fascinating. But like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, if I have this beer and there is this customer and he wants to know more about that. So here's the information, you know what I mean? So it was, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was, it, it taught me a lot, you know, I learned a lot through, through what people want, you know, what they expect, what it was, it was great. It was a great experience. I'm very, very happy and very lucky that I ended up in the bar like that because um, back then there was not many craft beer uh, places, you know, that would like, we started off, Barra started off as like completely craft there was no macro beers there was all um um curry brewing company beers or guest beers but there was no macro so it started off as a proper proper <laughs> you know craft beer place and it, it looked nice as well you know then they expanded they got another building as well it was a it was a great time it was a great experience to my life and my English yeah, yeah. I, my English wasn't great when I came here, so <laughs> my English, yeah, definitely, it definitely helps. <laughs> That's so. so cool. So now, tell us from from sort of those years, how did we get to the point now that you decided to start a publication called Hop Blasi, <laughs> which is going to you know be the the basically the Irish magazine of choice, whether it's um, printed or digital whether it's monthly or bi-monthly or whenever it settles. Or whenever, tomorrow. yeah. No pressure. Or whenever. <laughs> like, how did this idea come come about? So because I had the media background, you know, from back from Slovakia, from Czech Republic, you know, and whenever I was studying that, actually, funny enough, I, <laughs> I said to myself, I will never work in media because <sighs> nothing, nothing. I just couldn't imagine myself. I'm a person like, you know, I, I'm not going to say stuff on purpose to manipulate people's minds or gain attraction or kind of you know like and that's what media nowadays is you know when when it comes to that I just don't don't really agree with that but uh, learning about that you know I did an internship in um, music magazine obviously it's just like part of the three month uh, summer that I decided that I want to do something I want to just see into more into the behind the scenes of the 
you know, running a magazine. So I went and it was a rock and metal music magazine because I, I was into that back then. Yeah. When Tandy I was, is so excited. <laughs> Folks at home, Tandy is so excited. She's I'm like... so excited. <laughs> so I was, I was really, really into that. So I went to Czech Republic basically and uh, um, spent three months there, three, four months, four months in Prague. And it was beautiful. I love that city, you know, like it's a, just a beautiful city. And um, basically the editor-in-chief of the magazine, um, he was such an honest person and like he just said this is a hobby like this is like he was running the the most popular uh rock and metal music magazine in Czech Republic and Slovakia you know and he was just saying this is just a side hustle like you know I like I I have a full-time job and this is just something I do on the side like so I'm like okay great so that means you can't really make money (laughs) if if this is just a you know so it was just kind of but it was always in the back of my mind like I was always fascinated by by the process of the the production and all this kind of stuff and as well I was saying like if I'm going to end up in media it's going to be something that cannot hurt people you know Mm -hmm. with its uh, uh, produce so um, I really enjoyed my time in the music magazine so I was like okay now I was at the stage where you see because I'm kind of a person that I love to do a bit of everything okay so a bit of this bit of that bit of photography a bit of that and I just wanted something that I can put all of it together (laughs) in one package and kind of all my passions you know to something that I will enjoy and I will enjoy making and I didn't want to kind of push it into um, something that is gonna kind of annoy me that I have to do something so that's why I'm kind of taking it easy in a way whatever I have time for I will do and I will always do my best but at the same time it's just a hobby <laughs> it's just something that is on a side it's just something that I just kind of felt like um, needed to fulfill me better I think <laughs> you know and as I said like I always um, love like I love working with the breweries around you know and um, we are constantly talking you know on a daily basis and they just put so much effort into what we can drink at the end of the day. But sometimes I feel like there is like, because there is not enough resources in the brewery, let's say not everyone has a marketing department, not everyone has the skill to be doing the social media, for example, or something. So the promotion when it comes to small breweries can kind kind of be not, not lacking, but not by their own fault, but like it's it's a lot. If you're trying to run a business as a brewery, you know, there's too many things that you have to focus on. And sometimes you forget to pass the message to the customer. So let's say, as I was saying, you are creating this really exciting beer. It has a story and something really exciting, new concept, new hops or something. But by the time the beer is out there, you forget about all that because you, <laughs> you went through the part of, oh, this is really exciting, but it's released and just you know there is not enough time not enough people to be talking about that and yeah you do a pose or something but it kind of gets buried in the whole world of other beers or something you know so I just feel like I wanted to create something that every single brewery has a space where they can promote their stuff with my help ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, I'm not a professional writer or photographer or anything like that, but I do believe that I can help them at least a little bit, you know, and creating a platform, which is just an extra platform, you know, like you have like macro, macro media, <laughs> mainstream media that are constantly promoting macro breweries, let's say, you know, there is no space for small breweries, you know, in the world. So why not to create something that will be dedicated for the small breweries with the pure purpose of here, here's your here's your space uh, you can you can promote your beer we can we can talk about it we can shout about it we can get people excited about it you know so the whole point behind that or whole idea behind it just came from that because as i said like i talk to to, to people every day you know and i see that there is a struggle sometimes you know so maybe something that can help it's not gonna revolutionize the scene but at least maybe it's a tiny little small help to to kind of push it a little bit better i'd say yeah absolutely and it, it reminded me so much the first uh i think issue or two because uh, i used to write for philly beer scene back in philadelphia and they started off just as a kind of e easy and only and then they had the printed copies that were like very fancy frankly and that would turn up you know in the different tap rooms and and bars and pubs and uh, and so on. But, it, you know, it was the same kind of idea of let's really try to, you know, highlight all the local brewers, tell the stories. I mean, exactly that, because people want those narratives. You know, people really want to know, like, why is there this brewery that's kind of in the middle of nowhere? Or what is the story behind this beer? Even if it's just, you know, just, let's say, a seasonal or whatever, what made them decide to go in this direction or that direction? And, you know, we, we all like to nerd out about that a, a bit, but it's great, too, for just the person who's just down the pub to know, oh, this is, you know, this, have a two, you know, two second sort of summary. And, yeah. you know, this gives, like you say, another place to do that. And I, and I think too, the, you know, when I've been looking at the first couple issues, the, um, yeah, and the format's very similar to the one I used to work on. So I'm like, oh, it just makes me feel good. And <laughs> it's, uh, again, I really, really like the way it's laid out and it's, it's beautifully done. And again, folks, it's going to be in the show notes. So go, go have a look. But, uh, you know, again, I think it's, it, it's absolutely that giving people another place to, you know, tell their story and in a way that's really visually appealing. And hopefully that'll get people to go and, you know, have a look. And especially I used to work on, on 
you know, physical print and, and digital magazines back in the 1990s. I used to work for Time Out in London and um, back when there was still a print issue, which now there's not, but, you know, RIP. But, uh, but you know, again, that that kind of, you know, muscle memory almost kicks in when I'm looking at it where I'm like, oh, I remember how hard it was to produce some of these things, you know, <laughs> uh, week in, week out. But, I, but again, I think, you know, it's so important to come back to that idea of the narrative and why people are brewing these different beers. Again, whether it's because it's winter and we want this or there's a new hop or or maybe there's like a sense of place tied up with it which again I I get nerdy about but I think there's <laughs> there's so many stories we can tell and it's just kind of like you say reminding people they have maybe this extra outlet so they don't have to spend all this time <laughs> kind of exactly. overthinking it let us do that so yeah. and it it, yeah. it can get really overwhelming like I know that by myself you know mm. like with the new releases and to to stay on top of everything where's the event you know what's happening what's on you know and like people can miss so many great things only because they're just buried in the, the world of information out there you know like it's very hard to even for myself and like I watch the scene every single day you know and like it's just part of my job so it's like it's very over overwhelming for myself too, you know? So I was like, okay, if it is overwhelming for me, I can imagine how overwhelming it can be for the end customer who doesn't have the insight that I have, for example. So maybe kind of simplify that and put it in the format where you can just literally have your morning coffee and flip through the pages and maybe find out something that you didn't know, you know, and just maybe like whatever, as I said, like, you know, you can open the normal magazine about anything and every single structure or the topic or kind of like a section can be translated to the beer world because it's all the same like you know you're just gonna transfer okay new releases you know events and beer people and like it's just there is a lot to to map a lot a lot to introduce to people and um, something that maybe for us, like, you know, you know, the breweries, all of you know, people behind it, like not everyone knows. And maybe it's kind of also this extra step of if we want to push the craft beer and bring it up, you know, when it comes, yeah. we need to educate people about that. So maybe some random person is going to pick it up because, ah, hey, there's my mate from from whatever, <laughs> from high school that I used to go to school with. And uh, he's now brewing. Ah, look at that. You know, so you never know. So it's just this tiny little bit <laughs> that I'm trying to do for the scene just genuinely kind of push the hard work because I do believe that breweries do deserve that. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Radka, I think you're doing an amazing amount of work. Um, to promote these breweries and you know from what I can tell you know I've read I've read both of the issues and what I really enjoyed myself is looking at new releases that's that's great because I'm never on the ball with that stuff but looking at events um, I've been I've been racking my brain because I've always try, I'm trying to plan my life better because I'm useless at it and I'd like to at least see three months in advance and I can never quite tell what the hell is happening three months in advance and I feel like there isn't always a good place to be like oh okay during these months there are these things going on hop glossy has been that for me for at least the last two months I'm like oh look Oktoberfest <laughs> here and there's this kind of a festival here and all these things I think it's really really useful and also I mean I love what what Lisa and yourself have both said that bringing up the the biography and the stories of the brewers here is so important you know we're a tiny island with only a few brewers and breweries you know not a tiny tiny number but you know it's still a manageable number and it's really nice to have a little dedicated space to all the interesting and fun things that are happening within the within the industry because there's loads it's it's such a busy industry 
It is. So I yeah. think it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, you're doing this on your own, are you? Um, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I am now. I am. I am. I do have a great help from my brother, who is also in, into craft beer. You know, so he is. He has been a great help for me. He is doing the reviews for me because I think he gets uh, gets it better than me. You know, I can be influenced by many factors outside of the beer, which I know it's bad, but it's natural. But I know that he can be more objective when it comes to that. And um, for the second issue, um, Lenny, I don't know if you know him. So basically another uh, big promoter of craft beer, he offered me help when it comes to uh, reviewing either pubs or reviewing mm -hmm. shops where he shops, you know. So just to keep it more objective, you know, <laughs> I'm more than happy. I'm always happy when someone offers help and like a lot of breweries offered help as well, which I'm very, very grateful for. So, so um I do hope to grow it in a way like I can put more people together. Absolutely, I would love to pay them, you know, <laughs> at the moment. As I said, like, this is just a yeah, side yeah. project, but uh, I do hope to grow it. So, like, one day I won't have to write everything myself or, like, put. But at the moment, yes, major part oh. is done by me. Um, just a very simple design, very simple kind of... I. I I enjoy many different parts, you know, so I was like, okay, I'll put them together. So I, I am very much aware it's not perfect and it will never be perfect, you know, but I do my best within my options and knowledge at the moment. I, there is a lot to improve and I will be happy to kind of, you know, explore the options because there is a lot of different ways how it can grow in a way like it can be a regular, you know, internet version. There will be like a printed monthly or, you know, like there. I have a lot of plans, a lot of oh a lot of <laughs> a lot on my mind that I would love to do just the only problem is time unfortunately <laughs> so the day has 24 hours still but uh I'm trying my best it can be re really over overwhelming sometimes and yet you know it's not the monthly production as I originally aimed but um yeah I'll get there one day <laughs> absolutely you, you know, I used to, um, similar to Lisa, I used to write for South Africa's first and only craft beer magazine called nice. Tap Magazine. And they started back in 2016. Mm -hmm. And the idea was, you know, quite similar. It's like, let's give the craft beer scene a space to promote itself. And, and, and you know, let's learn about the new beers. And because the country is a fair amount larger, you know, knowing what's happening in Cape Town when you live in Durban or Johannesburg was a little more difficult. Um, so having a magazine was really useful. And initially it was a printed magazine and you could find it at places like homebrew stores um, <laughs> as well as certain um, off licenses and things like that. But the homebrew community was actually the biggest market, which was really interesting. Um, but but really similar things. But what I what I think has been encouraging um, is that it also did start small. You know, it, it started with two people, like the editor and the publisher. Yeah. And they made that work and they used to then effectively buy in, although not with money, but, you know, they used to buy in reviews and writing and, you know, somebody's going on a, on a, on a travel to another country. Great. Go write about that. And, and it just, you know, it's, it's a community effort. And if you're not paying anything for this digital magazine, why on earth do you, you know, don't worry about it. Let, let people commune like let people contribute as a community effort i think it's a great thing and, yeah. and i'm sure our listeners and everybody in this country <laughs> are going to swarm you <laughs> help 
and then your job is going to be even harder because then it's going to be facilitation <laughs> and management and <laughs> well hopefully no um as i said no i I enjoy, you know, I enjoy the process of it and I enjoy, you know, that it can be something, you know. So, no, I I, I do have a, a hope for it, you know, and but the main goal will always be I I want to enjoy it, you know. I don't want, you know, <laughs> like um, my friends were saying, oh, yeah, yeah, just wait until, you know, big brands, macro brands will come and like pay any advertising in there. It's like, yeah, right, <laughs> right. No, not about like, you know, I don't that's not the focus you know it's not the focus of like okay I'll give you space if you give me money absolutely not like you know this is like genuinely for those who don't have the marketing budgets and don't have the budgets like the big companies that can splash the cash on the big advertising campaigns you know and like be in the face of everyone like this is literally and I was always saying like even if my mom is going to be the only person who's going to be reading that I'll keep doing that because it 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 makes me happy you know it makes me happy that uh, you know there's something something that I enjoy I can put my passions in and um, I don't waste my time then you know like I make something of my time that I feel then a little bit more useful you know if it makes sense <laughs> no it's wonderful and I think I was actually surprised and I wasn't sure if there was something before this that maybe died along the way but is this the first Irish craft beer magazine or publication or zine or anything is this the first one I'm not quite sure I'll be honest with you I I don't know personally mm. I don't remember anything while I was here maybe there was something mm. but I'm not aware at the moment anyway I've been here for a shorter time than you have so I'll oh. take your word for it <laughs> yeah well we'll just put the the, the button say, say John you, let yeah. us know yeah, John <laughs> Bennett, what's, what's yes. happening what was the history of this? <laughs> no, but it's really exciting. And I mean, you know, as you say, a lot of a lot of the times these small breweries who are just getting started or have, you know, been in the works for a year or two, they're just focusing on making beer. And yeah. we all know that sometimes the difference between a brewery that does really well and the one that doesn't isn't the beer or the quality of the beer. It's the marketing and the sales and the distribution and the, you know, all of the other things that go around it. It's it's one of those like almost urban legend level things now where if you want to open a brewery, forget about making beer. You know, like, <laughs> do, do all the other things really, really well because that's where it counts. Um, but it's lovely that you're giving people a space um, to share their story, share their releases, share their events. It's really cool. Yeah, and I think it's so important too, and you know, not just this time of year where we're getting up to the holidays, but I know like a fair few of our our you know our, our smaller brewers have said, you know, things may look good, but guys, this is our crunch time of year. We need to be, you know, shifting units. You know, whether that's merch, whether that's beer, you know, this is the time of year they need to make sure they have the money to invest for next year to be making great beers. And so I think that's just another, you know, we we know the margins are really really slim for the smaller brewers, but. You know, as, as as good as things may look from the outside, it's, you know, it can be hard to tell. So I think, you know, as much as possible, we want to be highlighting those smaller folks who we all know and love and who are making great stuff because the, the big guys have the marketing budgets and have the budgets to kind of, you know, weather a year that's not great or, you know, th this and that. So I think it's just another way we want to support them as much as we can. Uh, you know, we can't all drink it all for them in as much as we, we'd <laughs> like to, but uh, got to be mindful, got to be mindful. So you know, it's, it's another way we can help out is to at least like raise the profile and, you know, keep them in front of kind of the, you know, public consciousness, if you like. 
absolutely yeah every little bit helps you know like yeah, yeah that you you nail it there yeah, like this is the time where where all the small breweries need the biggest support basically you know because that kind of determines what's going to happen next year you know and uh we don't want to be see seeing like lots of different breweries closing you know no. i'll be sad like it, it's not many of them so <laughs> let's just <laughs> keep the numbers up you know hang, hang on to the guys please <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no absolutely and look it's really hard work so I commend you for putting this together because this is not an easy job and the fact that you're doing this just about solo is nuts to me like I think it's crazy <laughs> and it's awesome and I congratulate you because it's great <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you well I'll do my best in the coming <laughs> weeks and hopefully I'll serve you well with my uh, information <laughs> no I was always I was uh, we are always laughing like I'm always asking everyone any gossips any gossips <laughs> you know because I want to kind of you know obviously I'm never gonna be you know releasing stuff that I shouldn't or anything right. you know it's just like one part that like you know every time I'm starting the conversation well tell me the gossips now <laughs> you know <laughs> spill the tea <laughs> yeah, yeah come oh. on spill the beans won't be published don't worry off the <laughs> it's like, so maybe maybe i'll plant a seed here because I, I i know you again you've, you've got your day job working in the industry as well but what what should we be on the lookout for when people are buying their advent boxes or things what do we think may be in some of those any ideas on either breweries <laughs> or styles you know again nothing you don't have to you know say specifically but just are there are there things we should watch for uh, there is all the, the, the yes now if I say that this year is the best year <laughs> you know maybe people will think that, that 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 I'm lying but I'm not you know like no 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 we we did our best here you know so there is gonna be now forget where I work you know there is a huge range of really good calendars out there so and every place does their own thing and thing that is very specific to them and like you know that's it's great to have such a selection you know when I speak for ourselves and um, we do have the options we always go crazy with the options because that's what we do <laughs> you know you you want to make everyone happy <laughs> so no we always like genuinely put inside what we would love to um drink as well you know that we believe in <laughs> you know so uh well hopefully it's going to be enjoyed i know that uh, there is one on the way too <laughs> so we, we actually didn't mention but radko your day-to-day -day job you work at craft central i do yes <laughs> which is which is absolutely one of the premium places to get craft beer in the country right and oh, by you. the way i had the advent box from last year yes. and i sort of I, I was on the splurge list. I went to like the give me the crazy um, <laughs> box and it was absolutely worth every single cent. Oh, thank and, you. And it was it was quite pricey, but like it was worth it because I think of the 24 beers, I think I hadn't had 23 of them. Okay. And wow. they and were, folks, this is saying something. This is, yeah. you know. <laughs> and they were really interesting and like really unusual and from all over the place. So I, I am the advocate of that and my order's going in. <laughs> So don't you worry. Thank you very much. No, thank you. No, that's what we like. We just created that. We I think it was three years ago, I think, or this is the third, four years ago. No, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Three years ago, we just started this. And we were like, okay, what we are good at. <laughs> and we just wanted something, something different, you know. So we just have one of these options is the calendar where you can find the beers that were never released in Ireland as far as we know and what we've seen and uh, they are not for general release as well so it's like literally what's in the calendar 
it's that's it you know people can buy it normally you know so um it's it's very exciting to be putting that together because um um, we just want to make sure that, you know, we're going to surprise people with something, you know, and uh, it's going to be just, a, you know, not only one style orientated or one country. So we're just trying to put it into a really good mix, you know, and so far I have to say, we are very thankful for the support and we are very thankful for for the response because a lot of people are very complimentary of like after they open all the beers and they're like oh yeah and we can see people coming back which is the biggest biggest thing for us you know that seeing that they enjoyed it they're coming back and that's what makes us really happy because we're like okay next year we'll make it even better we'll make it even better so this year is the best so far <laughs> but uh yeah no it's very exciting it, it is very exciting like that time of the year when we are putting them together it is exciting so yeah so hopefully it will be enjoyed as well this year mm. <laughs> we are oh, all here here and like so, there's so many different ones going out there and some have yeah. a different focus like some are either irish only or some mm. are you know kind of almost the opposite where it's like you know, yeah weird stuff and and i love that they're all a bit different and you can just yes. kind of choose your own adventure if you like. exactly so. a variety yeah that's what we need like you know everyone you know has different uh needs uh, different things that they like you know so everyone can find something out there on the scene whether it is you know there or there you know like it's not it's not about who is the best or anything like that it's about we have a variety and we are very lucky that we have this variety around you know so that's it important. is actually amazing you know for, for all of the years that i've lived here i've gotten advent boxes from different places and of different levels you know sometimes it's just been irish sometimes it's been you know special releases and from from different providers but they're always just so fun and so interesting mm -hmm. um, and i do love them but now i wanted to ask you there radka you've you've been through hop glossy you've got two issues out so far mm -hmm. uh, the idea is what maybe started monthly it may not be monthly in the end that's okay but what have you seen in your research and in your putting together of the magazines, are there trends that seem to be emerging or um, things that are coming through seasons? You know, what are you seeing in the industry? In the industry, um, there are definitely trends that are set up um, mostly by what's produced, you know, so breweries are the trendsetters here, you know, so when it comes to this season, like there is a lot of dark beers, there is a lot of uh, barrel aged imperial stouts, you know, that they were, were aging and sitting for the whole year. So there will be more of that, definitely. The, some of them are out already. Lockgale released their uh, barrel aged series. Um, I think hopefully is going to be releasing one very soon as well, which is not very common for them, actually. So I think it's the first or the second time that they're messing with the barrels here. So really excited to see that. Um, there are trends, yeah. Mm, there are trends when it comes to you know like there are some hops that kind of shine and like you know um this year like it's always kind of like a little bit slower to get to ireland because by the time that the hops are available to to irish uh breweries you know to purchase um it takes some time but like it's very interesting to see like for example uh there was a a uh, big focus on a uh, hop called Peacherine, you know, um, we had a couple of breweries from uh, America that produced the beer, we actually got them, so we tasted them, then uh, that was followed by a couple of breweries in the UK who used that hop, and the same with Nectar and Hop as well, we actually produced a beer with Hopfully using the Nectar and Hop as like, I think before us only Whiplash uh, used that hop, before you know so we produce that so basically so there's always like this kind of like a hop hopping <laughs> you know that is coming from different countries and then it gets uh, to us you know and um, 
when it comes to styles, yeah, so basically seasons, you know, the, the, depending on, and the, the big thing, and I know that you did a podcast about that, I wrote about that in the last um, uh, issue as well, is non-alcoholic beers, which is great to see, like the, if that part of the industry is very important, you know, so it's great to see like more and more releases coming out, you know, um, Irish Soda Company as well, created by Dead Center Brewing, that's another it's still within the scene you know but it's something different huge focus on the non-alcoholic beers which is very important for the quality of that because um you know it's just growing you know it's getting better breweries are making themselves more familiar with the production process because it's not as easy as like just making a beer it's they have to be more careful there is more involved more work <laughs> involved and uh yeah, so it's a new concept that will probably grow, definitely will grow. And uh, yeah, so that's probably uh, around that. It's been a little bit this year, I have to say, has been a little bit slower when it comes to new releases. So there, 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 there was not as many as like previous years. Beginning of this year was very slow, you know, so it will, I'll be curious to see what's going to happen next year with also with the whole deposit scheme <laughs> kicking mm -hmm. in, which... Is going to be a lot of fun for the distribution as well so we will see <laughs> but yeah yeah it was thank you for the shout out and the hop glossy by the way on our <laughs> episode on on yeah on, on non-alcoholic beers and and sober october because it was you know kind of around that same time and it was really interesting and i appreciated hearing um you know hope's perspective on non-alcoholic beers and what was nice to hear was just a bit of refreshing honesty like that they actually yeah. didn't want to do it yeah. you know they, they weren't that keen <laughs> and, yes. and it was a big learning curve and i like to see that honesty from yeah. from brewers it's really yeah. cool and refreshing to to hear that people are not just equally excited about every single thing that they brew because that's just not true yeah <laughs> It was lovely to to read about that and as as any brewer who might be listening knows brewing a non-alcoholic beer is hard work man and yeah. and we and you know we always question like why do they cost the same if not more <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's because there's a whole bunch of either extra steps or extra ingredients that yeah. you need to add in so come exactly. on guys go read the hop glossy and you'll go and see uh go see exactly what's what's involved there but yeah not easy so, Lisa, I don't know if you've got any final questions, but I've got one final question. Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I was so excited about the advent boxes that that was my, my, big, uh, my big other question. Again, I'm, I'm going to be patient. It will appear in, in due course. So. It will. It will. I'm it's all good. Okay. So, Radka, what is your favorite beer of the moment? Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I know. Okay, you, you can pick like three. They don't have to be in order. But what have you really enjoyed recently? Mm. oh okay okay but uh, I, I i can never <laughs> answer this question because i'm actually a person who is always uh, trying different beers i don't even go back to beers because it's so many of them that i want to try that i don't have time to but okay so what did i okay one of my like no i i actually feel bad like saying <laughs> saying but okay i like this one the outer place is really nice it's the one that i'm drinking right now no it's hard i'll be honest with you it's hard to say i have the couple, couple of beers that i uh, enjoy like all year round our collaboration with hopefully that was my beer in in the fridge all the time but that's purely because i just loved how it turned out it's gone now so i don't have anything no i'm just joking but uh no um it depends on my mood, probably. Um, 
I do enjoy a lot of different beers at the same time. I, I it's hard to say. I really can't. I love, let's say, Tundra from Wicklow Wolf. That's one of the beers that I can always go back to. It's a tropical IPA. It's just so easy drinking, you know. I love that beer. Um, but it's hard. I don't know. I cannot I cannot pick. It's too many good choices, aren't there? Yes. Okay, so since that one was a bit of a washout, if you were a style of a beer, <laughs> what would you be? Oh, I would be New England IPA. I know, boring, horrible, yes, I know, but I would be that. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm a walking oh. New England IPA. Perfect. <laughs> Juicy, <laughs> delicious. Yeah, hazy. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. So, Radka, what we are going to do is share all of the links for Hop Glossy and for the Instagram page um, into our show notes below. But is there anything else that you'd like to shout out? a Twitter or X account or um, any other um, website that you want to direct our listeners to? Um, I actually have a Twitter X whatever account, but I was never good with that. So it exists, but there is no nothing on that. So at the moment I operate on Instagram, so you can find me at Hopglossy. And then there is a website where you can find the issue one or issue two, but you can find it through the Instagram account. There is a link in bio. So yeah, that's it. And if you have any, if you have any comments, feedback, or any kind of uh, juicy gossips for me, <laughs> feel free to, uh, whether you're a brewery or a drinker, wh- whoever you are, feel free to get in touch with me on hello at hopglossy.com. And I'll be very happy to chat further with you guys. Love it. Everybody, everybody that wants to contribute to this community effort and take some take some work and stress off of Radka's hands, you get in touch. <laughs> um, we, we know that this this place is full of talent um, and people who are willing to chip in, even if it's only an hour here or there to something. So yeah, get in touch. I think we all are invested in making something like this work. So come on guys let's uh, rally together but Radka thank you so much for joining us today and um, it's been an utter delight and we, we yeah if we need to see each other for beer soon <laughs> absolutely I bet, I bet we're just gonna see each other at underdog right <laughs> yeah you know yes. away. Okay. okay and then we'll see we'll see if Radka's drinking a, a new England IPA Um, (laughs) (laughs) no it's been great so thank you so much for for coming on and lisa friend thank you so much for hosting along with me always yeah and (laughs) everybody at home thank you very much for listening we'll catch you on the socials um lisa normally manages those twitter is your best bet or x wherever you want to whatever you want to call it (laughs) or blue sky or blue sky (laughs) (laughs) social media (laughs) anyway so catch us on the socials and follow Radka. We'll have all the details down below. And then we will see you all in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 